Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre hey. Podcast. My name is Mark. That hey you just heard is from Miles. Hello, Miles. Hey. How's it going? What are you, what are you, what are you up to these days? Uh, you know, n- nothing. Great. We are also joined by Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hi. And the three of us do this podcast ostensibly, I'm forgetting what that word means. I don't know what it means. About JoJo's Bizarre Adventure specifically the tv anime and as you might know we're technically in the middle of stone ocean but there is this giant uh inexplicable gap between the first 12 episodes is was it 12 episodes of of stone ocean anime that we watched i think so and then they were like hey uh just kidding you have to wait like six to eight months Mm -hmm. until more of it comes out so in this why'd they do that i don't know somebody was like well you know maybe it's to Give them more time as opposed to other seasons where they rushed where you know they had to do these like recap catch-up episodes but i don't know this is like a long ass time the rest of this anime better look time. fucking sick <laughs> you know what i mean i want to see lots of frames yeah. folks or i'll be upset uh but while we're in this limbo however we've been watching other anime recommended by our listeners sponsored by our patreon supporters or just Picked from the empty, no, from the, what's like a good metaphor for memory? From the archives. Mm-hmm. From the mm-hmm. empty hallways of nostalgia. I don't know. Look, this week, we watched a show that Jackie likes very much. Yes. And she and I watched a bunch of, not together, but she I watched and I, all of it. Jackie watched all of it. I watched a good chunk of it. The 2004 TV anime Monster which surprisingly has nothing to do with the Kanye West song. Do you guys know that? I thought it was related. I keep getting the Megan. There's a Megan Diaz song called Monster, and that keeps getting stuck in my head. Is that the one that goes, I'm a motherfucking monster? No, that's the Kanye West song. Oh, okay. Listen, If there's any listener out there who's heard of Megan Diaz, please write in. <laughs> and also, this is uh, where Charlize Theron won her Oscar from this anime, I think. Oh, yeah. No, that was a live action film. That was a live action film. She just looked like an anime character. (laughs) She did. She looked like a titan. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about episodes one through four of the monster TV show that has nothing to do with any of the other celebrities mentioned a moment ago. But before we do that, we need to first check in on our male with no name. Mm, We we need to... Take take a look in our monster mail. Yeah, that's good. Let's 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 monster read our monster mail. mail. These are emails sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. I was trying to figure out like is there an OR thing, email operating room? I don't know. I don't know. Our email R. Anyway, people some people have written in at the, at the, like at the buzzer, people sent some emails in, which was nice of them. They didn't necessarily have to. We do have a buzzer, by the way. Yeah. And it has been pressed before we started recording. It's deafening. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Whenever we start the pod, my ears are ringing. What? This first email is from Chad. The subject line is, No good deed goes unpunished. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. I have to say, as I feel like I've said before, this week's anime was one that I'd heard about for a while but never sought out on my own. I'd heard nothing but praise about Monster, and after watching the first four episodes, I think I can see why. I just can't imagine where the show goes across the subsequent 70 episodes. 
Here's a handful of voice connections I found. The main character, Dr. Tenma, is voiced by Hidenobu Kiyuchi, who later voiced the TV version of Whole Horse, mm. the Joe Bro that never was. I would not have guessed that, by the yeah. way. Totally did not know that. BKA Inspector Lunga is voiced by Tsutomu Isobe, who later voiced the movie version of George Joestar. So we mm. unfortunately never got to hear that because I really like Lunga's voice. We did hear his voice. No, we never heard. We never saw the movie version of uh, uh, Phantom Blood because okay. it never came out. The grown-up Johan Liebert is voiced by Nozomu Sasaki, who doesn't have anything uh, from JoJo, but was Yusuke in Yu Yu Hakusho and voices Mitsumara, the two- or three-headed snake from Ranking of Kings, mm. uh, which is a voice that I think, Jackie, I always hear you amused by when, when, when Mitsumara <laughs> talks in Ranking of Kings. You never yeah. expect that voice. Yeah, it's a good uh, voice. If you continue watching, you can keep your ears open for Mamiko Noto, who later voiced Yukako from Part 4. Mm. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. While researching voice connections, I saw the following article from 2013 reporting that Guillermo del Toro and HBO were trying to adapt the manga source material into a TV show. It's been nine years, so who knows if it's still in the works or just lost momentum. How do you think a live-action monster TV series, possibly by arguably one of the best modern horror directors, turns out? would turn out i think it would be amazing (laughs) yeah i feel like this could easily be adapted to live action there's nothing like it's so psychological it's not like yeah magic or anything it doesn't like i feel like it would be better live action than as an anime Hmm. that's what i think whoa can you say that on this podcast i I think this is the only anime i think i feel that way about i feel like every other anime you watch it and you're like okay i i see why this is animated but but i think this one i don't know it just feels like it should be like it's already kind of it. It's like it already kind of tries to feel real, so I think just yeah making it live action would make it more real. The the manga clearly went to great lengths to like think about German, like the language and the names and stuff, mm-hmm. and the politics of yeah. of Germany pre and post uh, Iron Curtain. Is Iron Curtain does that affect? That's what split East and West Germany, right? Because it was a lot of Europe. Yeah, but the Berlin Wall, I guess I should probably is more specific. Um, and medical stuff. I'm not in medicine, but I <laughs> feel like everything we heard was at least close to being accurate. Yeah. That's my guess. Police work, I'm not sure about. I'll talk about that later. Mm. But yeah, this this show feels it it even though it's a little bit far fetched, uh a lot of good fiction is sort of ridiculous, but it feels real despite that. Yeah, um, I really want it. I, I would love to see it live action. Oh, yeah. I found myself with continu- continuously. With good actors. I usually do this with anime. I picture what would it look like live, you know? Yeah. But with this show especially, I think it would be super fun. And it would also just be fun to hear a Japanese guy speaking German mm. and English and stuff, mm. you know, and hearing, you know, the way they would talk back to him in like slow, uh, basic German and stuff like that. Or maybe he would just be fluent. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You don't think a Japanese person could learn German? No, it's impossible. <laughs> it might be fluent with like a little bit of an accent or something. Yeah. He had, how long had he been there? Like four years or something like that? Yeah, not long enough. <laughs> and you never know. Sometimes you think that everyone's being normal to you, but they're really, they're choosing their words to be more basic. Mm. They know you just learned. I don't think that the show would, I don't, I don't think that a show or movie would really try to be that like realistic. <laughs> Uh, well, they, that, that's, would, that's what I would do, Jackie. They would try to keep the story going and not slow it down for so people will watch and be like, oh, they're trying to slow down their German. But I think <laughs> that Tenma being a strange man in a strange land 
is uh, a good part. Like they a might good just part be the racist. Show. They might just be like, "Hello." That's not racist. Sir? That's caring, Jackie. That's how you speak to people who speak your language <laughs> as a second. Is you have to yell, and you start no, well, every sentence with well, "hello." I mean, just like seeing an Asian person and assuming they are not fluent, you know, or like they don't. Oh know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because there are, I'm sure, like Japanese people that were like born or like spent a long time in Germany and speak it really well, you know? I'll, I'll run a poll. Okay. I'll figure it out. There, at least one must exist. <laughs> at least one. Um, yeah, there are, I also read that uh, the, the Del Toro thing was, was a thing um, and there was going to be a movie at some point. New Line Cinema got the rights and Josh Olson, who wrote A History of Violence and I think mm. won an Oscar for that screenplay, uh, was hired to write it, but it's gone completely dark since then. Maybe, yeah. maybe I can ask Josh Olson about it. He is a podcaster as well. So, <laughs> as you guys know, all podcasters have to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll ask and be like, "What what happened with Monster? You want to send us a rough draft? You got that? Did you do anything?" Um. So yeah, obviously, it's not just us who thinks that uh, this could be a good live action work. Just a lot of languages to worry about. Mm. Anyway. Moving on. Miles, please read this email from Lord Zendar. Okay, fine. This email is from Lord Zendar. The subject line is Monster. Cool to hear you cover Monster for this week, but an odd choice. Without a doubt, my favorite anime or even piece of media more broadly. But the nature of the show being slower paced and more narrative driven makes the three episode treatment feel inept. With as slow as JoJo content rolls out, I'd be interested in hearing your thoughts on a more comprehensive coverage of Monster as a whole. I don't know, though. A dedicated weekly breakdown on a show that hasn't been relevant for a while would be more niche than the podcast already is. (laughs) What are you talking about? It's true. This podcast is popular. I watched the show years ago, but from what I remember, the majority of the plot takes place in the first and last 12 episodes if you were ever interested in speedrunning the show for the pod. From the episodes of the pod I've listened to, the best ones cover anime with unique gimmicks that aren't necessarily great shows, but make for interesting conversation. Souls at Work, Kaguya-sama, and World's End were great examples. Very interested for this app regardless, though, and we'll be listening to the podcast until the day it becomes a one-piece podcast after all other anime have been exhausted. (laughs) Ka-chow for now! And then the heat death of the universe interrupts us when we're on episode 700 of One Piece. (laughs) Uh, I like this critique of our podcast, Lord Zendar. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's like, oh, weird choice. I wouldn't have done this. <laughs> well, I, I'm we, gonna, but, I'm but, gonna I, but go I wanted, I wanted four episodes because, I, because, because of that. Because but of re- the reveal in episode I just wanted four. It, but it, it takes fucking four episodes for you to know what the show is about. <laughs> I was shocked, at but that. it's still gripping, regardless. Yeah, like I was still very invested. Okay, we'll talk about. It. Uh, I wanted to say also, I think Lord Zendar may have meant to write uh inadequate like the first three episodes we did four but if 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 uh the lord thought that uh we were only covering three i don't know if you meant don't in question that. the lord mark that felt a little insulting i'm gonna i'm gonna Word watch is bond. you but i think you meant inadequate um anyway don't yeah, be Jack, so sensitive mark i don't like being called inept everyone knows that's my number one pet peeve it's what I was nicknamed in elementary school. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I'm just, I just read that and I, or I heard you say that and I was like, I doubt he really meant to write that. Um, 
yeah, Jackie's seen all of it. I don't remember how many I saw. I saw a lot. I feel like I stopped at some point where slight tiny spoilers. There's some boy who keeps talking about a soccer ball. Okay. I and don't. he says soccer ball in English. I don't remember this. Which makes no sense because they're in Europe. But mm, to them, it, it should it just should be, be a, a football. Yes. I believe it's pronounced. Foosball in German. A foot. Oh, foosball? Yeah. Oh. Isn't that what, is that what the table is called then? Foosball? Like, uh, the table game? Foosball? Yeah. I don't know if it's related though. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Mark was like, try to make it three episodes. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I could. And then I was like, no, I think all these episodes are important. But now, but then when we watched it, I was like, I guess we could have cut out episode three and I could have filled you guys in on what happens, you know? But I def- definitely four, four was important. Okay. Or we could have skipped around, but I feel like that would have, I don't know. I f- it all kind of comes together. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a serial kind of thing. I'm sure later there's like sagas maybe that you could cut out, but mm-hmm. in the beginning, yeah, they definitely seemed important. Yeah. Uh, before we get all the way into Monster, however, uh, and by the way, yes, those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. I also want to let you know about the Patreon that we have. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support our show for as little as a dollar a month. That gets you access to the Patreon feed, which occasionally has extra content and actually weekly has Miles's cultural reference newsletter, your guide to the old people shit that we bring up on this podcast that has nothing to do with the show of the week. There's a new clip of RoboCop almost every week. <laughs> yeah, the whole movie is on there in pieces. Um, <laughs> the, actually, I have something I have something I cut from last episode that I need to put up there. So there'll be the occasional lost audio. If you like hearing us bullshit, there's plenty of bullshit to go around. What is uh, it? <laughs> I don't. It was something that we talked about where I was like, I don't like I was going to like read patron names or something. And then we went into like a, a spinoff for like five minutes about hot, hot heat. I, it was the hot, hot heat mm. bit and something else that came up. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is this is a, a lot. Anyway. I promise I don't get like more edit heavy because I'm like, this is extra for the Patreon. No, no, no. It's the stuff that's stupid and doesn't need to be there. (laughs) For $3 a month, you get the same benefit, but we also will say thank you out loud on the podcast like so. Thank you to Brian. I'm so happy I get to do. mm. (laughs) Nombre no digas. Uh, Daniel. Dalton. Madison Joestar. Soliloquy. Ken Baron. Kasoon. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Dylan. Nocturnal. Kenny. Monsieur Jackpots. Caden. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Michael. Christian. And Chad. Yay! Thanks. Thank you all so much for supporting us on Patreon, which again is patreon.com slash jjbpod. All right, let's take a quick water break. Okay, I need to refill my water. Let's, glug, 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 let's glug, glug. allow my water to break, and oh. then we'll finish this podcast in the <sighs> labor and delivery. <laughs> BRB. All and right, we're back, and we're back to talk about monster. Which we should say, <sighs> you can't. <laughs> what, what miles? I see you. What are you doing? You just kept yeah. wanting to lean in and say, "Yeah." We That's get how it. My son says yes. He goes, yeah. <laughs> you want to go He's outside? Little, yeah. <laughs> He's a little German boy. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um. 
Yes, we watched Monster, which we should say is on YouTube if you want to watch it, because it is not officially available for streaming anywhere. We do think it's a good show, so, you know, buying the DVDs is obviously the best way to go. Isn't it, like, a very well-regarded show? Yes. It does seem to be a very well-regarded show, yeah. So I don't understand, like, why has it, why is it gone from the the internet? I I don't know, man. It's so weird that, that shit like that happens. I don't know why they do that. Um... But that's why some stuff you got to fucking save on your own hard drive or buy physical media. It's just, uh, you know, I was thinking, I'm, I'm going to make this short. The other day I was driving and I wanted to hear a song and it's not on Spotify. So I loaded up some like old MP3s on my phone and was listening through stuff that I downloaded in like college. And I was like, oh yeah, this fucking rules. Like mm. <laughs> all these like video game soundtracks that I want to listen to. Things made by like random Canadian speedcore artists. Like mm-hmm. I, I, it's good to have MP3s, you know? Mm-hmm. save stuff yeah there's a song on spotify i really liked as part of my sleep playlist it's gone now for some reason it's yeah. grayed out fuckers spotify sucks they all suck netflix sucks too they had monster for a while and now they don't Boo. but it's cached so you search it and you go hooray it's on netflix and it's not anyway so we have this show we we watched it you cannot get it from us but we did watch it this anime did come out in 2004. It is based on a manga, however, that came out from 1994 to 2001. Uh, and yeah, it's one of the best-selling mangas of all time. Twenty All time? Yeah, 20 million copies sold in total. Wow. I, I doubt it beats JoJo. Um, <laughs> it is by the mangaka Naoki Urasawa, who also did 20th Century Boys. That's another popular mm. uh, series. I don't know anything about it, but I know it is popular. And I believe this... Uh, this show was done by the studio Madhouse. Mm. Pretty big anime place. Anime place? Anime studio. Um, the OP is like an instrumental, which I feel like is rare. Maybe it was more common in like the 90s and early 2000s. Now I feel like it's always a pop single with a yeah. vocal. And like mostly I care about the ending theme of this show. But apparently this is like the intro. If If I read the wiki correctly, it's a Chilean folk song mm, interesting the chilean folk group Quilapayun called transiente okay. from a 1984 album uh and yeah the ending theme uh, the vocals are very haunting they're by david sylvian do you know who that is miles no and slowly you come to realize what about now uh, still no. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a British singer. He was in the band called, kind of aptly, Japan. Okay. Mm. Uh, Japan did a song I really like called Ghosts. Uh, and he's just, he's one of those guys who can do vibrato at even like the lowest fucking volume. And I'm like, mm. you son of a bitch. I wish I could do that. I wish <laughs> I could do son that. son of a bitch with your talent. <laughs> so Imagine good. what you could do with that ability, Mark. Yeah, you could order food and just like throw some vibrato in there and they'd be like, oh, discount. What a talented, pleasant gentleman. And yeah, he said, David Sylvian said he was attracted to the monster material by the moral dilemma faced by its central character. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's just like a PR response. Instead of him being like, there was a paycheck and it was a day's work. <laughs> uh, Miles, how was the German? I know there wasn't spoken German in here, but uh, from like... Just like the names? Yeah, like, I don't know. Was there anything that stuck out to you as, like, weird or wrong? Uh, I think they were pronouncing all the names, like, in the German way. But they weren't, mm-hmm. like, 
it was still like very clearly a Japanese like for nobody nobody was like Düsseldorf. Yeah, know? yeah. And I I did notice that yeah, for the character Adolf Junkers, they pronounced it as Junkers. Yeah, they didn't Junkers. say Junkers. Junkers. Which sounds like a, a slang term for something. Um Miles, it was your first time watching this. Mark and I had already seen it. You've 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 never mm-hmm. heard you've never seen it, right? Yeah, and I feel like I hadn't even really heard of it. Although now that I've seen it, I see it like I see references to it like all over like Instagram and stuff. Oh, so I guess it's like pretty popular. I feel like it's like I, I haven't heard anybody talk about it like pretty much since it kind of came out. I don't know. Interesting. But there was disappeared. A, there was a meme. It may have been around the same time or a little bit later. But mm. Jackie, is it a spoiler if I ask you about Lunga's ethnicity? I don't know. I don't remember. Is don't... Lunga part Japanese? I thought he was just, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. There was like an amazing like screenshot of just two different frames from Monster where he's looking in the mirror and he's holding chopsticks and it says the Japanese are good with, are skilled with chopsticks is one subtitle. And then the next subtitle is him standing there still and it says, I am Japanese. Oh, okay. Which is just like, just like this weird like this weird one. reflection on why he's good at chopsticks. I don't know. I don't remember that. Um, yeah, there's there's uh this this show did have some cultural impact, but yeah, I feel like I don't know. I don't I haven't seen references to it in a long time. Yeah. Um for those who don't know, as you're probably pretty confused, this is a kind of cat and mouse uh amateur it's it's like it's a serial killer show. It's a serial killer show, it's a psychological thriller. Um a doctor eventually kind of goes rogue to stop a serial killer that he once saved the life of as a young boy and it seems like i was wondering whether there was something supernatural about it but it doesn't Mm. but there's no sign of that in these four episodes he's just like a this this fucking little well when when he's a boy because he's already killed he already kills like four people at least that we see as like a child so he's like a prodigy serial killer <laughs> he's really yeah, he's, he's good like at it yeah. really good and like smart because like i don't know the candy thing i don't know how he did that we still don't know I, how he did that I, we'll, we'll learn i think but i it it's still like whoa yeah he's he's the type of serial killer that is like only written and you're like you would have been caught or <laughs> you wouldn't really be this calculated no, yeah, I, no one did, would no one would no one would suspect the kid though because the candies are like in the room of his sister right no they were in his room they were in his room. So did he know they would be selfish and open a seemingly sealed bag of Werther's originals? Yeah, that was pretty wild. <laughs> Which, by know. the way, sorry, but there's like a famous Nico Nico Doga video meme of Werther's originals where they put a bunch of like music behind this Japanese dubbed ad of the founder talking about when he first made Werther's original. Anyway, I guess he didn't, technically didn't kill them. They kind of killed themselves. No one, no one made them eat that candy. Well, that's the thing. Is later, he's like, yeah, I killed them like you told me to. I thought he was going to be like, yeah, those were for someone else. But they just fucking ate them like a bunch of dumbasses. Mm. It's it's weird. Maybe no, he like put he it did, on a table. He did it on purpose. It was like right in the middle of he, a... He made them look really appetizing. Yeah. <laughs> they were walking around going, yeah, I love Verta's original candy. And he was like, I'll buy that and poison I don't, I don't know where you saw the brand of it. They just look like regular candy. The shape of them and the, and the packaging was reminiscent okay. of Werther's. You could tell they were Werther's. Yeah. And by the way, Werther's, Werther's paid original. for that product placement, I bet. Yeah. They were, they were like, like, please. We want to be associated with this. 
it would have been perfect if they were just like, I just love these candies. Werther's Originals. (laughs) (laughs) To die for. Miles, what did you think was going on? Yeah, did you know? When did you know it was the, like, this, this, the boy, Johan? Like, right at the reveal, or did you suspect it earlier? I did not suspect it earlier. Mm. I think, I think only until, like, maybe just before the reveal. Mm. Or maybe at the reveal. I don't know. I'm giving myself too much credit. When the kid shows up, you're like, oh, that's the same. <laughs> that's the boy. <laughs> what <Yeah>. is this? <laughs> and I really liked it. Because, like, uh, the whole show, because they, I, I like that they took the time to, like, have Dr. Tenma be sort of reveling in his, like, he feels really justified. He's like, oh, okay, cool. I am now a doctor who values human life because I saved this boy's life. And then the boy is a murderer. He's a monster. Ah! Did you, I, I, I felt like the show at one point, just with like one scene, they were trying to make you think the girl was the killer. De- definitely. Because they like zoom in on her and she looks like a psycho. Well, it's... It, oh, yeah. And when you first show up, yeah, she's standing there. It does kind of seem... So let, why don't we try to recap the show? Like, because I think we're, we're skipping around a lot and some people might be listening and they don't really remember what the what the deal is. Okay. Um. So kind of going through my notes... For some reason, there's a there's like a Bible quote in the beginning, Revelations, something about a beast. Yeah, it was know. a beast with like seven heads and ten horns, and it was metal mm. as fuck. Mm. And it's basically it's it's the end of the world. Is okay. is the beast is like part of the revelatory? Like the world is ending. A bunch of seals got broken and stuff. Mm. Some horns were blown. Um. So we learn about um Doctor Kenzo Kenzuo Tenma. He's, I think it's just Kenzo. Kenzo. Kenzo Tenma, he is a surgeon. He's like one of the best surgeons. He's the best surgeon at the hospital. And he's everyone's like, saying he's the best. And he's like a young young guy, so it's like he's able to. He was able to get pretty far, like still pretty young, early in his career. Um, he. It starts out. He just comes out of a surgery. Um, and it was a surgery for an opera singer. An opera singer. He's a, he's a neurosurgeon. He's a specifically neuro, a he does neurosur- brain stuff, which, which is, is the hardest thing. Those are hard things and like I feel like the, probably it's like you got if you fuck that up the person dies. Like I get the feeling that's the case. <laughs> that's like emergency shit. Or they like can't feel half their body. What whatever. Yeah, it could go real bad. So he comes out of this uh um surgery and we we also see that there is a, a mom and um, her little kid and the mom is crying and the little kid is like, what happened to daddy? Where's daddy? And the mom starts crying even harder. <laughs> this and, stuff was a little <laughs> too overdramatic for me. And later we find out that he was made to, he was going to operate. The, so this is that the mom and the little boy, um, they're a Turkish family. The father had um, some kind of accident um he's a construction worker yeah he's a construction worker he had an accident and dr tenma was gearing up to operate on the turkish man and like as he was like like he was getting his like he was getting suited up he had his gloves on he was already like mentally preparing to do this like he read the guy's chart he's like i know what i'm doing i'm gonna go in there and we're gonna do this they're like Dr. Tenma, we need you for this other thing. And they like grab him and like, no, this is a direct order. We got to go. So he just like in a hurry goes off and saves the opera singer um, and a different surgeon um, 
needs to suit up and get ready and and help out and and save the Turkish man. But by that point, it was too late. Like it was kind of it was a time sensitive thing, and it just took too long to get another surgeon. Yeah, they in they there. pulled him off to work on someone they thought was more important, and right. the other doctor couldn't do it, and the Turkish guy died. Right, and he didn't realize that that was what was happening at the time. But we learned that later. We also meet his girlfriend Eva. As soon as she showed up, I this memory triggered in me. And in my head, I went, this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) She's so vain. She's so evil looking. She's got those 2000s eyebrows that are thin as hell. Yeah. I thought this episode was like over the top. I thought so too. Rewatching it, I was kind of like all of the like bad people are a little bit too bad. Like I I would have liked to humanize them a little bit. Like, yeah. Like, so this woman, um, Eva, she's his fiance. And she's a pretty blonde lady. We learn that she's the daughter of the uh, director of the hospital. Yeah. And her whole deal is she, you know, wants to marry up. You know, she's used to kind of being spoiled by her dad. And she wants to marry up so that she'll be taken care of. Like, that's her whole thing. But she's like, I don't know. It would have been nice to just like humanize her a little bit more. Like, like you can be like that and still like kind of a likable character and not like cruel, you know? Because she like the way that she breaks up with him later is very cruel. I think. Yeah. Um. She could have just been like, "Sorry, you know, you know, you know clean. what I want in a relationship, and like you're you can't give me that anymore." You know what I mean? Like she could have like given him like a, "I'm sorry, but that that's just not going to work," you know. They also don't like languish in like a sort of difficult part of the relationship. It, she's just immediately like, no, you got demoted. You suck. Not dating. <laughs> like, you're going to be poor now. <laughs> Bye. Like, who breaks up with someone for like, uh, you messed up at work and you made my dad sad. <laughs> it's really yeah. like they like the characters could do a little bit less like because we love money and prestige for our <laughs> hospital they should be able to justify it to themselves a little better. Like yes. in real life, someone would be like, well, you know, it's like in emergency, they treat the officials first, and there yeah. are people that, you know, and you, you, you justify ju- it. You You'd do be like, justify it, people right? People need these pillars to look up to for right. culture and blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And look, if we. Like, who if, says out loud? She says, human life is not equal. Like, who says that out loud? Yeah, you don't really say <laughs> yeah. that because you realize how evil you sound. Yeah. Yeah, maybe in, in real life that would have been a longer conversation of like, well, you know, in the in the long run, we, you know, justifying like, oh, we would save this guy because whatever, whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think the re- the reason if you kind of like are listening closely is that if these high profile cases die at this hospital, people are not going to trust the hospital anymore, you know? Well, Which, it's also that if you save talented people, your hospital looks good and everyone that, wants to that too. Well, support it's, your it's like it's, it's basically it's just like high risk, high reward or high. Like, I don't know. It could be it's it's either really bad or really good, you know? Like, because people will know about it. Like, a version of this exists. Like, this is what triage is for. And it's, like, something that came up in, like, early days of COVID when, like, resources Mm. were limited. Like, deciding, like, who had, who would be most valuable to save. Not because, like, one person is an opera singer, but because they have more, like, quality years of life left than someone else. Mm. Yeah, we know that they were just letting some old people go because yeah they're like they're, they don't have a high chance to make it anyway so let's well, save the, that, yeah. the ventilators for the younger people but also what i was kind of quoting there too is the fact that like when we first got stocks of vaccines they like gave it to politicians way before they were yeah. available for the general public when you know some politicians 
not that useful, not that helpful, <laughs> maybe. But, you know, you could use that as sort of like an angle to be like, there are some people that, that need to be there. And there's nicer ways to kind of be like, there's lots of construction workers. Okay, but this guy was an amazing opera singer. And, you know, you could bullshit that kind of reasoning you, you could but i think that if you're already at the point where he's about to already operate you just let him fucking finish the operation you know like As i understand it surgeons <laughs> are very big about like concentration and stuff and the idea that you're like researched emotionally ready you've yeah. thought about it all day how you're gonna work like on you know something. You, maybe not all day probably because it seems yeah, like an, yeah, emergency an emergency case right. but it's like you looked at the guy's chart you know exactly what's what's wrong what you want to do how you want to go about the surgery you're all prepped, you know, everybody's like ready and they know what they're about to do. And you're about to walk in there and they pull you off to go somewhere else. Like, oh, just let just finish what you were going to do. You know, you and should you, be you able might to also finish. be like, hey, I might fuck this up because you're just telling me about this now and making it a high importance thing. Like, I don't want to be the fucking guy who takes the fall. I'm going to work mm -hmm. on the person that I came here to work on. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it's just. It's also, bad decisions all around. Maybe they need more surgeons than if they're going to have this many like emergency brain surgery shit. It does seem <laughs> like the backup guy, Becker, is just a drunk and a bum. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? Why do they still have this guy at the hospital? <laughs> maybe he's good at the like, small shit. Yeah, maybe. He's, maybe he's good at like tonsillectomies and stuff. Maybe. Ma put maybe him on this, brain stuff and it's murder, basically. Maybe this this hospital should not uh, have a good reputation then if it's like, well, <laughs> it's basically a dice roll. Either you're going to get the surgeon that's going to definitely kill you or you're going to get like the top surgeon. <laughs> but only just, if yeah. there isn't someone else that's more important. <laughs> you just see like a guy walk in there holding like like a like a stained red gauze to his head. And he's like, is there a Japanese guy that is working here? Is he like available? No, okay, I'm going to drive down the road. Sorry. <laughs> they they blew their whole budget on Tenma's salary and everyone else is like <laughs> a minimum guy. I don't know. I think Tenma is a naive moron because he goes there and like surgeons, at least in the US, maybe it's a for-profit healthcare thing. I don't know. Apparently they have like the worst egos and they're super rude and they know that they're hot shit. So he comes there and gets like told what to do whenever and he he immediately shits where he eats and starts dating his boss's boss's daughter like the director's daughter just gets engaged despite not having not having known her that long i don't think because he came there like four years ago right uh, yeah i don't know how long it actually was but yeah he doesn't it wasn't like that take some time to go out into dusseldorf and like meet women he's just like oh you yeah sure i think i think he started dating her first and then and then right i don't know i don't that sounds weird well, he came to Germany for the for the for the for her dad. Pussy. Oh, for her dad yeah. in the uh. first place. <laughs> for her dad in the first place, because he said that he read a paper by him and then right. he wanted to go. To yeah, Germany. and then he he went there because he mostly wanted to do research. Yeah, he loves research. He's just a big nerd, and no one will let him do research, and it's really sad. <laughs> yeah, and now Poor he guy. has to go investigate a murder. It's <laughs> kind of research in a way, I guess. Um. Yeah, he so, just, he, I, I feel like he could have probably asserted himself a little bit more. He's, you know, he does what he's told. He's a, he's a good, he's a nice, good little boy. He's a, he's yeah, a, he's maybe young. in Japan, everyone was more like, cause his dad w works in medicine as well. And maybe he just like had believed that like, oh, the owner of a medical facility yeah, like does the right thing and tells right. you what to do. You just follow, follow the leader, do what you're told, you know. And the good medicine will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, also on the news, they see that there is um, something about um, a family moving to Germany from East Germany. Right, because they're in West Germany. They're in West Germany. 
um and they have these these two twin children um i don't know how old they actually are they look about like nine or ten yeah they're around that age yeah that sounds about because then it's nine years later later on yeah so they're like 10 years old and there's something on the news about them moving to a new home this news channel by the way only reports on stuff that is super important to dr tenma (laughs) <laughs> and the weather it was just funny every time they turn on the news it's like uh it's this about hospital, the hospital or it's about the twins. some more people and also there's these twins anyway yeah. it was just like hmm <laughs> very prescient yeah yeah because then the next thing on the news is about how the hospital saved the opera singer and um his heinemann is heinemann yeah is the name of the dad he was on there giving like a press conference thing not like he was just talking about it giving oh. an interview about it while I remember, I know I'm kind of jumping ahead, but Miles, isn't the uh-huh. last name of the of that family, shouldn't it be Liebert? Or they wrote no. it, the subtitles backwards? Because it's L-E-I. That wouldn't be Liebert. Oh, it is? Yeah. And I the wrote subtitles down Liebert. That's the thing. L- is I wrote it, down L-I-E. Okay. I remember the subtitles. Is because they were saying it like that? L-E-I. No, they definitely say Liebert in the voice. They might just be the subtitles were by, by uh, um, they might just be uh, fan- subtitles but that was i don't know that libert is a thing oh interest does libert mean freedom or something oh i think it lieb is love oh that's cute is it cute yes or is it a monster yes oh (laughs) (laughs) yes that was a two option question all of the above (laughs) um so let's see. Da, da, da. Oh yeah. Um. So Doctor Becker is like. So he goes to the hospital and he meets up with you know his Doctor Becker, which is, I guess is a friend. He's a colleague. He's like, hey man, you know you're being used, right? Like you're the one who did the surgery. Meanwhile, Heinemann goes out and does all like the interviews and gets all the glory. Yeah, and the stuff director. Like that. This is where the Turkish woman and her little boy are very dramatically like. Hey, Give me back, father. Yeah, fuck you. Like, you're the reason my husband died. How do they know about this, did, by the way? I don't know. How do they know about this? The, I can, like, I can, Dr. I, Becker's suiting up, and he's like, another guy was going to do this who's really, really good, but he had to skedaddle, so I'm going to do it. I mean, they might have they might have heard about it. Like, don't worry about it. Dr. Tenma's getting su- suited up right now. And then it's like, well, what's taking so long? Are they have they started the surgery yet? Oh, Doctor Tenma had to be pulled off. There, Doctor Becker is suiting up now. You know, something maybe. Yeah, but it was interesting that they are acutely aware of the fact that he was pulled off to work on someone else. Mm-hmm. I feel like in a hospital, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Um. So he hearing this, like Doctor Tenma is like, oh fuck and it's like flashbacks and it's like oh no it's like oh shit like i fucked up and my that shouldn't you know they but he's like well i did i just did what was told you know it's not my fault but you know it's like you did the wrong thing he didn't know you you goofed he goofed um in the moment i don't think he was really thinking he was just like oh there's an there's a a thing over here okay (laughs) you know something interesting about this show is that there's like repetition to it that i think is interesting like yeah he, there's two situations like this where he is pulled off to operate on somebody. He seems to date two different directors' daughters. Have, did you guys he catch that? Direct, I don't know if it was a director, but it was like a board member. It was like someone else who's important. Like he, yeah, he, he's he falls into like the exact same life later. And because <laughs> Jackie and I were watching, we were like, "Wait a minute, do we? Is this the? Did we go back? Do we go to a different episode?" Mm. Um. Anyway, though, so so what happens after that is. 
Oh yeah, there's this weird like jump ahead jump. Oh no, well, I guess Not we should yet. talk about the second hospital. Let, let yeah. me keep t- telling you things in order. So he has that moment where he's like off and he's feeling shitty about it and he goes to to dinner with his fiance and you know, he's like, yeah, Dr. Becker performed surgery on the Turkish man, but it took too long for him to start and the guy ended up dying. It was like too late. And I was like, well, people's lives aren't equal. <laughs> uh, um and yeah, it's just very direct how like evil because like these people, like how mean these people I'm are. I'm evil. Yeah, we love money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like Cruella Deville. Yeah, I think that if it was a live action, the actors would would play it in a way. I that think it'd was be funny less, if they didn't less direct. <laughs> and let's see. Uh, okay, so then meanwhile, the cops get a call that to go to the Liebert house. And they they arrive. The mom and dad are dead. They were shot, I think. Yeah. And the little boy, um, which we learn his name is Johan. He also is shot in the head, but he is alive. Like he, it, it didn't kill him. Right. And the um, girl is standing there the, looking. The girl is fucking traumatized. She looks fucked up. Yeah. She keeps uh, going. Please kill. Yeah. I'm very curious about, like how involved she is in people dying. Yeah. I think the show kind of makes you want to think that she killed them. Cause she's the only survivor, you know, maybe. And later you do see her as an, like, like the way that you see Johan as an adult later in later episodes, you also see her as, I guess not an adult. They're still kind of young. They're still like 19 or whatever, but you see, you see her that like she's like going to school and stuff like that. Like she's a normal person. Hmm. Um, her, she goes by the name Nina later, even though her name is Anna originally it's the same thing with johan he goes he's going by a different name when he gets older he's going by monster yeah (laughs) so by the way yeah when the cops show up to the scene one of the guys like they open the doors and they see the two dead parents and he's like oh and he like looks away and i was like what are you are you a cop what the (laughs) fuck is this you never seen a dead body before it was just like, I expected to see like guts hanging from the ceiling and shit. And I'm like, oh, it was shot, people shot, whatever. Well, I think it depends on the town. Like if there haven't been a lot of murders, you know, the cops might not be used to coming to see a murder, you know? It's Dusseldorf. If they're, if That's they, hardcore. If they're normally know. just Seedy there to like, hell. if they're just normally there to stop a dispute or. I don't know. People get their do thumbs Dusseldorf do over there. wellness check or something. I don't know. But anyway, so Dr. Tema gets paged because this little boy is in critical condition. Um, so he drives into the hospital. Um, uh, let's see. He Oh, and while he's driving, he gets a flashback of the director telling him, hey, I'm going to cancel your research because I need you to write a paper for me to present at a conference or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically like, do your own fucking homework, He's practically dude. like, I need you to live in a closet under the stairs now. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to make, to help me uh, you know, advance in my career, and then I'll help you advance in your career. You know. Yeah, it's not like I'm. Um, I don't. I don't know if we'll have time right now. We should push off your research. Maybe it'll next year or something. It's not yeah. like that. It's just like, yeah, that's over. We're canceling it. Um. Okay. It's very so th- straightforward. So he gets to the hospital. Um. The boy has a bullet through the forehead. Um. He learns the sis. The twin sister is in um, psychological shock. She's saying "kill" just over and over to herself. Um. She's saying, please kill Jackie. She's being polite about it. <laughs> okay. Um, and so Tenma's like, this is this this is going to need to be very, very delicate. 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 This is a hard surgery. Like, you know, any wrong move and this boy could die. Um, Dr. Becker shows up late as the goof that he is. Um, 
<laughs> I love Dr. Becker. Zany Dr. Becker. Uh, so they're about to operate on the boy and then someone comes in and says, oh man, you're needed in, in OR1. The mayor is coming in on a helicopter in 10 minutes. Um, it's a it's a direct order from the director. The, the mayor had something like a fucking heart attack or something. I don't know. Something or a, a, a thing in his brain, a blood clot in his brain or something. Something um, not good. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, up, Dr. Hines? Becker reminds me of my freshman year roommate who was going to be a doctor, Aww. but he would like never go to class or anything and he would not get out of bed until he had watched like hours and hours of like television. Like, and I was like, God, if I wake up one day in a hospital and he's standing over me, I'm just going to freak the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did not become a doctor. That's funny. That is not surprising. <laughs> um... So so yeah, so they tell him yeah, you gotta you gotta save the mayor now. He's coming in on a helicopter. You know he's got this VIP treatment over here, um, and he's like, uh, no man, I'm about to start this other operation. He flashes um, back to like conversations with Eva and with he's his like, boss. He's like, let Doctor Becker do it, which everybody knows. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> that's let, a death sentence. You don't let Doctor Becker do that's it. That's equivalent to just having someone <laughs> hit you with a hammer. Oh, oh, sorry, that's not. Tenma doesn't suggest that. It's uh, they're like they're like no no no, help the mayor. Why don't you let Doctor Becker? Uh, operate oh, on right, the yeah, because they actually throw two other doctors at the mayor. Literally, yeah. two other men could not save the fucking mayor. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, well, for these whole important cases, they have like three surgeons working on it. Like, I think when you, do, I don't uh, really, I've never done brain surgery. My what? my closest, I've 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 played trauma center under under the knife. Oh, so that's my experience. That's what I bring to this conversation. But it seems like. <laughs> It seems like one person is probably enough because you're you're if you're only gonna cut like one hole open, you know, like there you don't need all three people with their fucking I don't, scalpels. I in don't there. think it's literally like multiple people <laughs> shoving each other out of the way to like thread the needle. I don't think it's like that. It might just be that like you have different ideas or something. Yeah, I don't know. Surgeons write in and tell us how this really works. <laughs> But yeah, they always have for the high profile ones, they always have like three surgeons in there include and doctor but Dr. Tenma's really doing the work cuz he's like the brilliant one. But they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, just let Dr. Becker do do the boy and you come help us with the mayor." And he's like, "No, it's a very complex surgery, only I can do it." Um and cuz he's like, "I'm a fucking genius." Like, <laughs> I'm I well, know. There is a bullet in this guy's in this child's brain. Yeah. Um and yeah, so there's political reasons to save the mayor, but if he saves the mayor, then the boy will die. Um, and <laughs> we, we have no faith in Dr. Becker. <laughs> no. And I'm also like watching this, like, like, why is he like, just go back in there and save the boy because I feel like too much time is passing, you know? Yeah. Like, how long can you really be laying there with a bullet in your I, head? And I noticed they shaved his head. Which yeah. You have to do for brain surgery, but they shaved yeah. the whole thing. I was like, how much time do they just leave this kid fucking with a hole in his head? Yeah. Just sitting there. I don't know. Um and yeah, then he gets all these flashbacks like uh you know I was just following orders. Uh, people's lives aren't equal and blah 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 and he starts feeling guilty and remembering things and he's like no, I'm not going to do that again. Um so he goes back in to save the boy and that's episode 1. Yeah. So he does the right thing. Things only get better from there. But <laughs> but I, he probably knows at that point that this is je- going to jeopardize his um career ambitions. Um, yeah, I don't think he knew how much though. He seems pretty yeah. shocked. Um, yeah, that's true. I guess you don't know how like mean people are really going to be. About he probably it. also was like, for God's sake, save the fucking mayor. You know what I mean? Because then it's like not as big a deal if like they save the mayor, but 
you were mm. you did the right thing then it's like whatever he doesn't know that yeah the mayor's fucking fucked yeah these two bozos go in there with their fucking mitten hands and he's don't the know what they're doing <laughs> He thought his he's colleagues the, were good at surgery. <laughs> yeah, what a mistake. He thought his co- yeah, right. He's the only one who can fucking do anything around there. They should <laughs> They should fucking hire him to train everybody else. <laughs> That's what he should have, should, should have said to the director. He's like, why don't you hire at least one other good surgeon, you dummy? <laughs> yeah. It's not, my, it's not my fault everyone's an idiot here. I can't do two surgeries at once. <laughs> yeah, he only hires people that have dated his daughter. And so, you know. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So he saves he saves the boy, but the mayor ends up dying. Um, and they kind of blame it on him. They're like, "Oh, you act like it's not your concern." Um, and he's like, "Well, the boy was first. It would have been so good if he was like, how many people work at this hospital?'" <laughs> but he never does that. He's never yeah. like, "Can't you do your job?" <laughs> like, am I the only one here? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, they're like, you know. They're like, what does it matter who was first? You upset the team. Like, you know, we we were counting on you and you let us down and you disobeyed orders and your grandstand play because you wanted to be a hero and save the boy, you know. <laughs> the little innocent child shot in the head. <laughs> well, he was actually a monster. I think, I don't remember, so maybe spoilers, but maybe also I'm making shit up. But I think Anna shoots uh johan in the head i believe that's true i think like he kills his parents in a very cold serial killer like way um and and uh his sister shoots him yeah whoa and then she's probably saying saying kill about him mm. yeah which not not really well, she does way. say kill me at some point she says kill me so does maybe- she yeah, I think she just she doesn't want to live with the fucking trauma of like, uh, everything that she okay, saw okay. and what she did. I could be wrong. Um, so they're like, yeah, you lowered the prestige of the hospital, you know, because it's a high profile death that's on our hands. Um, the news reports that the mayor died. Um, everyone in town's really sad about it. <laughs> yeah, but what do they say? The whole town, got, like everybody in town, is getting together to like reminisce about the mayor or something. Come on, it's. <laughs> I, I was saying, Miles, that, to Jackie, I just like I'm so cynical that I picture in real life, like if a mayor in our town died, everyone would just be like, "Good, who cares? He was a bum, raised our taxes." They'd just be like, "Move on." <laughs> Boom. It would just be like police and like a few family friends that would be there crying or whatever. Let's get into politics right now, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Local politics that I don't know anything about. <laughs> Um, so the news also reports on the murder of Mr. and Mrs. Liebert um, and the, that the boy is in critical condition, but they did surgery on him. Um, Dr. Becker talks to Tenmon. He's like, you see, man, it's all politics. <laughs> He's like, this hospital, yeah, it's all I, politics. <sighs> He's like, I guess you and I are on the same boat now because like, I'm going to go no- nowhere in my career. So Which you, you me, probably won't either. Did he do something is what that made me wonder. Like, did he also get banished because he fucking showed up late and drunk? Maybe he's just not. Every single one of his patients is dying on him. (laughs) But he blames it on politics. (laughs) He's actually secretly like he has the curse from big. He's like a child who was put into a grown man's body (laughs) and just had to go to work to do surgery. I I think Dr. Becker just doesn't do all the politics stuff. He's not going to do like he's not going to do the dance, you know, to get. To, to you know kiss ass to to you know move yeah. up in that way so i think that's well, he why. also sucks so and he's he also not kiss yeah. ass. <laughs> but i think he doesn't he care like a real chill bro though 
He's like, pretty chill. He doesn't yeah. care. He's like, listen, as long as I get a paycheck, you know, they put me in on a surgery, I kill them. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's 13. He's just psyched he can drink legally. That's all it is. He also keeps talking about getting women and stuff. Like mm, later to yeah. Tenma, he's like, if I had his looks, I'd have five girlfriends or something yeah. like that, which was also like, all right. I don't know about <laughs> That's that. That's why I went to medical school for the chicks. <laughs> yeah. Um, the detector needs a statement from the the girl, the twin girl. Um, and, but it's like her, I, whoever her doctor is, it's like, I might be too early. Oh, it's too early for them to be seen together for, for the girl to, to it's not to, a statement. To, they want to get a photo of them, a photo op because well, well, that that's later. First we hear there, the texter wants to hear what's wants to talk to the oh, girl. Right, right, the right. The girl keeps slipping out of her room and wandering around the hospital saying kill. Probably yeah, looking to <laughs> kill her fucking brother. Um, I guess, yeah, I think at this point it does seem like she's the murderer because, like, because she's saying kill and she's the only survivor. Um, kill, kill, kill. Tenma tries to apologize to the director. Um, and the director's like, yeah, well, whatever. But then they're like, okay, now we're calling up the head of neurosurgery. And it's not Dr. Tenma, it's uh, a different Dr. Boyer, probably. Yeah, some other asshole. Um, and so he's like, yeah, what? They reward Boyer for killing the mayor. This is, this is how Tenma finds out that he was uh, demoted. Um, they give a big toast to Boyer and Eigen who killed the mayor. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we did it. But they worked Thank really you. hard, apparently. You know, they worked really hard to save him. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, our, our prestige is still good because we did try hard. And I'm like, you also like had somebody who saved a child. Yeah, from, like that doesn't get any good press. Yeah, yeah and the kid should be kind of high profile too. He's because they're, they're his refugees. Parents, his parents are in the news. Well, they're not refugees. They, they're defectors from East Germany. Yeah, that's like a big deal. That yeah, he saved this boy. Yeah, this little communist boy. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh yeah, and the, so director tells him he's like, "Listen, you can remain at the hospital. I'll let you remain here, but you're not going to move up. You're not going to go anywhere. You won't be able to present any papers at conferences." Um, and Again, I'll, so and if transparent. You, and if you try to transfer, I'm not going to write you a letter of recommendation because you have a poor moral character because you don't fall because you don't listen to your superiors or whatever. Yeah, it's a really weird for him to do this. Again, in real life, what bosses do when they don't care about you anymore is they're just they just string you along. They just dangle a carrot in front of your head for a while until you figure it out and then you quit. That's, That's true. He's do. being very direct with him. He's just like, nah, man, it's he's over. Like, you have no future you're, here. It's like, you're you think he's good at his job, right? You wouldn't really want to lose him that badly. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, he's I just the think only right good, now. The only good surgeon. <laughs> he's the only guy who can save a life. <laughs> By the way, when he saves the boy, they do the, the, the cliche of him getting the bullet out of the head and it hitting the metal pan. Yeah, I like that sound. Yeah, and I remember we watched that, that Wired interview with uh, that... Uh, woman who's a doctor now i think but she was a nurse when they started the wired thing she's actually from jersey mm. and she talks about how like getting the bullet out is not what saves people's lives mm. like plenty of people walk around with metal in their body and we don't use metal pans anymore they're all plastic mm. so it wouldn't make that clink noise um but you know you gotta let people know people can't just watch somebody sew together a bunch of flesh and then we're like yay we wouldn't even know when it was over yeah we gotta hear that clink <laughs> Like he got it, and it's like operation where you can't touch the sides. You have to be very. You got to be careful. <laughs> got to pull if it you out touch very the delicately. Brain at all, like the left hand will smack the shit out of you. <laughs> um. So yeah. So he, you know, he runs into Eva, and he's like, "Hey, Eva, can you talk to your dad for me, please? Like, you know, to to help, whatever, whatever." And Eva just like 
smiles and like throws her engagement ring at him. Well, she also has to open her clutch first to get the engagement ring out because she's not even wearing it. Mm. She has to take the engagement ring out of her purse and just throw it at him. And she just says, you're a fool. (laughs) And then she goes and starts flirting with another doctor. Yeah. She rules. <laughs> like, she, mm, she I don't just know. know what she wants out of life. I, you know, that's how I feel about her because she tells her in the beginning, she's like, she's like, you're going to have to take care of me. Like, she, she says, says, hardship does not suit me. Yeah. Like, you know, you know who you're dating. Like, that shouldn't have been a surprise to him. You know who you're dating. You know, like, when someone, when, when that's your, like, those are her priorities, like, things are good now, but you know that, like, if you ever fall under hard times, you know, she's going to leave you or you're at the, the risk is high that she'll leave you, you know, if you don't bounce back quickly. I mean, it's not like he got like a, a he didn't get fired. He didn't lose his pay and stuff. But she wanted him to move all the way up to be like, she wanted to be marrying the future director of it's the hospital. It's still a bit of a shock you know? that, that, you know, this woman just instantly is like, bye. Yeah. Well, he gets her back later. Does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, then he goes and gets completely fucking blasted drunk, right? Or is this where we see parallel <laughs> no, no. the old guys eating Werther's? No, he goes. He ta- he talks. He goes um, to visit the boy, um, and he the boy is like he thinks the boy's unconscious, but he basically starts. <laughs> yeah, this he's, is funny. He just starts ranting about the fucking hospital and how he hates all the the director and the doctors, and he's like, "I'm not wrong. Like you know, they say it's a character flaw, but I'm not wrong. Like I did the right thing." And you know, like he says something about how the director is better off dead, and uh, and, and then he leaves, I guess. And Johan like opens his eyes, and creepy music plays when he opens his eyes. That might be the first indication that this boy is uh, trouble. <laughs> yeah. By the way, speaking of the soundtrack, did you guys love that fucking demented fiddle music that comes in? It's just yeah, like I think so. what I picture is this guy just like like skipping down a hall playing his violin all fucked up. I love it. I'll point it out, Jackie, if we watch more okay. of this. Um, so they want Anna and her brother to like see each other and they wanted to like take a photo of them like kind of reuniting. Um, but Tenma won't allow it as the boy's doctor. And so, oh yeah, the 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 director and like the two doctors um boyer and some other guy not beckett some other asshole Schnauglief. i don't know they're I- eigert okay yogurt they're in they're Eigen. in there they're in there with the boy who they think is out i think this boy the boy has like been awake this whole time he's just pretending to be out so you can hear conversations but um <laughs> but um or or maybe that's his alibi for when he murders people he's like no i was i was out i was uh in a coma um, but the the director and and the two doctors are there talking, and they say they're like they're talking about whether or not the kid the kids are a burden. It's like oh, they're a burden to the hospital. Like nobody's like you know whatever. They're, well, their parents are dead, so they can't pay their medical bills. And then they're like, well, no, wait, the kid is va- the kids are valuable because they're bringing attention to the hospital. Like people are following the news and they want to see you know what happens to the boy and and uh, you know then they talk about how they want to get you know a photo and they can want to use it for publicity and stuff and. Um, the director's like, take Dr. Tenma off the case. Um, and they're like, oh, but he's the doctor. He saved him, whatever. He's like, nah, take him off the case. Like, he doesn't deserve to be with a, whole, a high profile case. They let her, they, they bring her to see her brother and she screams. She flips out, man. She flips out. 
And then Dr. Dr. Penma Tenma rushes in and he's like, what happened? Why do they see each other? And I, I wouldn't have allowed it. He's my patient. And they're like, he's not your patient anymore. Um, yeah, and then Tenma- I found it weird that Boyer was the one taking the photo. Maybe he's better at photography than he is at surgery. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't know. It could have been all blurry and fucked up when he actually like <laughs> took it. Yeah, and then Tenma's like, "What? Well, look, you know, you, you you upset them. And then uh, Boyer or whoever is like, yeah, well, look at the results. As soon as he saw her, he stood up and you look. And, and it's he weird reaches his hand out and he's like crying. He reached out his hand to her and started crying. And as he's saying this, the boy is still doing that, even though like it's been a few minutes. I don't know. It's oh. interesting. Oh, also somewhere in there they is when they ate the candy, the boy's candy. I just didn't write it down at the time because I didn't realize it was important. But they were eating the, the boy's candy. When, when they, they were, were talking the about them being a burden or something, yeah. I think that, that the director just like cracked open the Werther's Originals bag. Yeah. This is the, like, besides the fact that we have like 90% inept doctors in this hospital, it's also the worst security, zero supervision. They could have at least at some point been like, we don't have a lot of funds. We just have one good Japanese guy because the kids are constantly slipping out of out of the rooms looking to kill each other. This boy somehow is able to Amazon direct some poison to put in a bag. I don't know how he fucking poisoned these candies. Because they were in a wrapper too. So he had to have unwrapped them and put poison in them somehow or inject them with poison or something. Something. Um, yeah, because none of them are like, this tastes weird or anything. Yeah. It's just some kind of flavorless poison. Maybe he brought them from home. Maybe he already had <laughs> his, ah. his poison candy already prepared. His parents were like, we're those original, yuck. <laughs> that would make more sense. Yeah, why didn't he try to kill his parents with the with the poison candy if he could do that? I, th- I think he got the poison at the hospital. Yeah, it makes sense that you could get some kind of medical yeah. grade fuckery. Yeah. And how did, he, how did he do this while he was in a coma? Well, it seems like, he, I guess he wasn't in a coma. I although he was he, Well, he it. does later say that, I, well, I guess it was before. He wakes up when... Dr. Tenma is venting to him yeah. and he's like, I wish someone would kill them or whatever. <laughs> They'd be better off dead. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And this is when Tenma gets really drunk. Tenma gets uh, super stupid. And uh, one thing, I know you guys won't get it, but for anybody listening who will, when Tenma lays down in the alley drunk, he has like this pained face and it looks like one of the Yara Naika faces. I don't know what that is. Yaranaika is a meme from the internet uh, of this yaoi manga and people took out of context the faces of, I think, when the guys are doing it, basically, and they just put them on everything and his face looks exactly like one of the Yaranaika faces, so. Okay. There you go. Miles, you got to look up gay porn. Okay. <laughs> so If you Google Yaranaika, just tell me if you think it looks, if it looks like Ten. I don't know if you remember Tenma's face. It really struck me, I guess. Okay. Um, so Dr. Tenma is getting really drunk. Meanwhile, people find the director and the two doctors dead. Dead as fuck. Dead. They didn't go to the bathroom or anything to like puke. They all just sat around and died in the office. Yep. (laughs) Rolled on the ground screaming maybe. Probably not. And then episode three starts and the state police are knocking at Dr. Tenma's door and they're like, you know, the director and two surgeons are dead Tenma goes to the hospital. There's a bunch of like reporters outside, but he goes into the hospital because he works there. Two people need surgery. The twins can't be found. Um, 
I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Then he goes, I don't know, I think he does some surgery or something. He works. Then he goes to the funeral for the director. Neva's there. Um, and She is his daughter. She's his daughter. Um, she breaks down crying and he's like, Eva. But then another guy swoops in to be like, Eva, and comfort her. Yeah. And some, uh, I forget who, but somebody comments that she was living an easy life as the director's daughter. And now it's know, Becker, of course, the most crass do? man around. He's good, though. I, he's, you know, this is realistic. This, you just have a <laughs> gossipy bitch who sucks at his job. I love Becker. He's good. <laughs> Becker is really gossipy. <laughs> he's good. He's yeah. he, he he injects the commentary that we need as the audience. Yeah. But I can definitely picture somebody like this. Yeah. He's like, hey, did you hear? They fired this fucking guy. And I'm <laughs> like, aren't you due for surgery somewhere? Uh, two two detectives then introduce themselves to Tenma. One of them is Inspector Lung. Um, Lunga. Who uh, moves his fingers while he talks, um, he, he, like he's typing with one hand? Yeah, he says that to like record things in his memory. He has like a very good memory, but he has to like mime typing on like the side of his body with his hand. He says he records it to the disc in his brain. I'm like, this sounds like a stand. Yeah, he doesn't say like that's a metaphor. He just no. is like it records in the disc in my brain. Like he, this is 1986, by he, the way. He's a stand user. We didn't mention this, but this is 1986, divided Germany. This guy's getting computers and understanding discs. <laughs> and, then t- and then talking about discs to people who are probably like, what the fuck is that? You mean a cassette tape? <laughs> you mean a fucking vinyl record? I don't even know how they put the music on those things. I got to look up Lunga to see if he's Japanese. I don't know why the fuck he said that shit about chopsticks otherwise. He's racist. Uh, Lung- Lunga starts, like, so he just starts basically telling... Um, Tenma like all of his theories like he's telling him like the whole like yeah so they were killed by poison it was a nitrate in the candy you know I'm he's like theorizing a bunch of different like like oh it could have been this it could have been that it could have been oh someone yeah they were, who- they were muscle relaxants which you would have at a hospital that makes sense okay and I I don't know I was just surprised that the, the inspector kept telling him uh just like the whole like where his head was at even though he kind of suspects Tenma a little bit he, this is the weirdest thing about the police work in this show is that Lunga is constantly being like, I'm suspicious of you mm-hmm. to his suspect who, I mean, at any point could probably go back to his native Japan and then be completely yeah. unseekable. Unless you have like a serious case, you can't extradite someone, I don't think. But he's just being like, you know, bad stuff always happens around you. And uh, you've benefited a lot by those people. Dying. Like, he's just scaring the shit out of him. He should not do this. Yeah. He should just be like, we should talk more. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And he was psychic. Like, he was doing that right when um, Tenma had to perform surgery on, like, his key suspect. So it's like, why are you psyching him out right before? Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. That happens. That happens in a bit. Um, so, meanwhile... Tenma, like, he goes back to the hospital. People are telling him not to leave because I guess he was planning on leaving, but they tell him not to leave the hospital, like the nurses and stuff. Um, He ends up getting, and then it's like nine years later, he gets appointed chief of surgery again because he's the most skilled. Um, Eva calls again, but but he leaves her. It's awesome. Yeah, she invites him out to the cafe and is like, we we could start over. She keeps using, she keeps, Yari Nauste, I think, which, which interestingly is used another place. I meant to look it up. But she just asks him to if they could start over. She touches his hand and he wordlessly takes his hand away, stands up and walks out. Uh, he just he gave her the this like sort of ho oh, I gotta go treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just he doesn't like turn around and say like you are so shallow and you didn't care. He just leaves. Yeah. It's it's cold. Yeah, he should have made a scene. Cold blooded. He should have told her off. 
Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. Anyway, we see the, the te- detectives are still on di- different cases. This is nine years later. Um, but there's middle-aged couples with no children are being murdered. We're like, this is like the fucking fourth one in, in the last couple of years where a middle-aged couple with no children are being mo- murdered. And it's like fitting a profile. And what's also strange is it seems like the people didn't, the, the, the couple didn't really fight back. Like there's not really signs of struggle. They found that Adolf Youngers was in the area who has a history of like, he has a record of larceny and he can pick locks. I think that's what larceny means. Is that what larceny means? No, larceny is like a lot of stolen get goods. Yeah, he can pick locks. He was uh, he was found near the scene. Um, meanwhile, Tenma helps a kid fly a kite. <laughs> he's just being a super nice doctor and this is where becker is like god if i looked like him yeah as, if i was in his shoes i'd have at least five lovers yeah something awesome <laughs> okay yeah and so adolf who was the the guy that the that the detectives wanted to talk to he ends up running into the street he's like scared of something and he run, ends up running into the street and gets hit Someone, by a car yeah, someone's chasing him and then yeah um and so he goes to the hospital where dr tenma is Lunga calls Tenma and brings up the unsolved case from nine years ago. And he's like, oh, well, Tenma benefited a lot from it, but there could have, yeah, he, he was like, he could have benefited a lot from it. Like, he's the only one who could have benefited from it. And I was like, watching that, I was like, there's other reasons that someone might want to kill the director and stuff. It might have been a revenge thing. You know, it might, it doesn't have to be like you're killing them to benefit. You know, it could be something else. Like, a revenge thing or like they they, yeah. they you know they're responsible for killing well a revenge thing would also be with Temma huh Temma could also be possibly it could, it could be the old Turkish woman <laughs> you know unlikely a little less likely to have someone from the outside poison a bunch of candy I don't know anyway so so Temma goes to visit Adolf and Adolf says the monster is coming yes episode four starts now the detectives are interrogating Adolf he got hit by a car um they're looking for people who have been caught right right i wrote down like that like it's they're like oh there's another guy who you know is you know has done this and that it's like they're only looking for people with records you know but if you don't have a record then they're not if you killed somebody you don't have a record then they're not they got nothing to go on um you know they're like why four couples and why only ones without children so they think that adolf Whatever his name is, that Adolf he, Junkers. That he Adolf Junkers. That he had an accomplice. Wait, they're still naming kids Adolf in the eighties. Yeah, it's still a thing. There's still people named Adolf. Tenma takes Adolf for a walk. He's like, Adolf is like, my associates were all killed, and whatever. So he he goes back. Adolf goes back to his hotel. It's nighttime. He but he just tells he just tells Tenma that his associates were all killed. But you then said Adolf he, goes back to his hotel. No, I'm sorry, not hotel, to the hospital. Okay. Not, not hotel. I was like, well, I think I missed this. <laughs> I'm thinking about hotels. <laughs> um, and then, you know, he, I don't know, Adolf is like, oh, I should tell everybody what's up. So he's like, he, he gets up, right, he goes this is to the security they, guard. They use the same verb, yari naus, to like start over. The okay. same thing that Eva was saying. He's like, I'll tell you everything, but call Dr. Tenma too. But the security guard is already dead. He's dead and leaning against the wall perfectly set up so that when this guy's like hey can you tell every-? he just like slides down the wall dead mm. i don't know how anybody did this oh but he also had candy so he was killed with candy too Security oh he guard. also the ate the candy. candy trick well i did look up Werther's original is a german candy so maybe everybody's it's just irresistible mm. and tenma goes to visit 
Yonkers for some reason. And oh, because Yonkers talked about one of the reasons why he started stealing was he wanted a nice clock with like a, a nutcracker. Uh, and when Tenma was going with Becker to like meet a woman to date, he sees this clock and he's like, I got to buy this for Yonkers. Oh, what a nice man. Which this this is nice of him. I don't know if this is, look, there's a lot of patience that you have as a doctor, I think. I'm just saying I'm glad Junkers could start over. Maybe this is like he thinks it's a push to him leading a better life. But this guy probably helped a murderer get into buildings and murder people. Yeah. I just don't know if I would buy him a gift first. Mm. He also is going go to go to jail. Like, he's the only good surgeon. He's, he's too busy to do this. Yeah, he's got to either be. Well, he's dating. helping kids. He's helping kids fly fly kites too. So wait, why is he going on a date? Wasn't he also dating the, this director's daughter again? I don't know. No, they broke up. He left her. Remember? No, 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 no. But after the time jump, he was dating somebody else. They're like, oh, you're dating the director. Maybe, or maybe it was. He's meeting somebody else's daughter. He's always dating daughters. <laughs> okay, okay. So he was he was going on a date. All with... the all the board of directors people are like, you need to meet my daughter. Yeah. Um, so he, so, so Tenma goes to bring him a gift. Um, he sees that when he goes to the room, he sees the dead security guy with the candy. And so Tenma runs out to try to find him because he sees (laughs) like that the stairway door is like kind of half open. So he like runs through that and he's just basically he's chasing after. If I were Tenma, I'd be running. I'd be like, this looks so fucking bad shit. (laughs) I just went here to visit a guy and there's a dead person already. Fuck. Um, Junkers is running away from something, but um, Tenma is like kind of chasing after him. He chases him into an alley and then up into a building. And then he's like, doctor, you mustn't come. You mustn't see him. He killed my team and he'll kill you too. Um, he killed big, big boy, Bar- yeah, he, he can, big all, boy uh, Boris or something like yeah, that. He, he says the aliases that are really funny. Yeah. Um, and then we hear Johan. He's like, it's been a long time. You saved my life nine years ago. And he's like this nice looking, very soft, handsome voice. boy with a yeah, soft, sweet voice. And he pulls out a gun. Um, and uh Tenma's like what are you gonna do and he's like i'm gonna execute this guy <laughs> yeah he's like you're johan lieber and i saved your life you know um and he's like your parents were were defectors from east germany and johan says something about them not really being his parents he's like i used i used that name but that's not my name um because spoilers johan is adopted <gasps> that makes sense yeah so like johan's not really is I think I think every time he every time he goes to new parents, they give him a different name. I think, which is like kind of weird. Um, but yeah, um, this is like when you adopt a dog, and or someone tells you they adopted a dog, and they're like, "Yeah, her name was Daisy, but we like Rosie." And you know, maybe the dog in in the dog's mind is like, "What happened to Daisy? <laughs> this isn't my fucking name." Yeah, the name's the name was like Agnes, but we like Megatron, so now we call her. <laughs> yeah, love Megatron. <laughs> the dog does. To be fair, this dog looks like a robot, so um, it's a good name. <laughs> so uh, let's see. So then, um, uh, Johan says to Tenma, "He's like, Doctor, you're different. If it weren't for you, I wouldn't be here." Um, He's like, oh, you're in your position because they died. I killed them for you. Yay. Because when I came to that one night, I heard you talking about how they should be dead anyway. 
Yeah. So I did I did what you asked. And he, Tema doesn't go like, I didn't really mean he's you like, should do he's, that. He's like, I did, you know, I did what you told me to. You said yourself that that's what you wanted. You hated them and you wanted them dead. So, you know, that was my way of thanking you. I for- just think that if he had explained it, Johan might have been like, ooh, my bad. I <laughs> thought you really wanted that. And I was very impressionable. <laughs> cool. Cool stuff. Um, So Johan shoots Adolf. Brutally, um, like three times, as though he's about to be like, yeah, get that shit out of his head. Fix that, surgeon. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> because true, like true, one true. bullet, we know he can get one bullet out of a guy's head, especially yeah. if it goes through the forehead. Extremely Gotta, like, dense bone. Destroy the brain. It's like three shots. It's brutal. Um, Johan's face is obscured by shadows this whole time, but then he like kind of walks by Dr. Tenma and then you... Oh, yeah. He, well, Johan is saying something like, uh, I was supposed to have died. You brought me back. Um, and then they kind of walk past each other and he looks at Johan's face and he's a very handsome young evil boy like Kira. Yeah, he looks a little like Kira. <laughs> yeah, and Johan is like fearless. He does not give a shit how close he's walking he's to. He's just stoic. He's he, no emotion. Lunge is like, meanwhile, somewhere, he's like, I hate rain. It washes away evidence. Because like, it's very dramatic. Like as Johan is talking, there's like raindrops falling and it starts to rain heavier. Um. And then Hema goes and talks to the detectives and he tells the story that the little boy that he saved <laughs> nine years ago is actually the one who killed everybody, which is an unbelievable story. Especially that he poisoned yeah. the people in the hospital while he was supposedly in yeah. a coma. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. It just looks more likely that Tenma did it after all that. But the you know when he leaves, the detectives are talking and one of them is like, well, but Tenma has an alibi for that night. Um should we go? Should we try to go after Johan? Yeah, his alibi is he was drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's a little. <laughs> I not think people good. saw him at the bar or something. Like, he doesn't people... say that. I was waiting to hear that too, but he doesn't say that. He's just like he was drinking that night. What a dumb cop! <laughs> You're supposed to be like he was drunk and killed people while drunk or something. Yeah, yeah. So the detectives were like, "Oh, should we go after Johan?" But the 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 what? Who's the um the guy who types? What's his name? Lunga. Lunga is like, come on. <laughs> yeah. He says something like that. He's like, mm, <laughs> I don't know about that. So it's probably, I don't know. But that's how that ends. And and basically the rest of it is more of a mystery with the doctor kind of going rogue. And we don't see this, but he's going to try to catch Johan. We also know that he's going to grow his hair out and have a, a slight beard, a yes. stubble at yes. least, because you see that in the intro animation. And he'll he'll also op- save people along the way as he kind of goes off in his adventure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and something about a kid with a soccer ball. Can't and, remember. And there's also Anna slash Nina, who's the twin girl. She has a, we learn about her life and how she grew up separately from Johan. She thinks she goes to a mental hospital for a little bit, and then she tries to go to college. Yeah. Yeah. And she's nice. She's a sweet girl. She's All right, tell evil. us how it ends. No, don't. I don't remember how it ends. What? I don't know. They try to catch... Probably, Stop it. No, pro- don't. Probably Johan kills a, a bunch more people throughout the whole thing, and like, probably they catch him. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. What'd you think, Miles? I thought this was a very good show. It was thrilling. It is thrilling. It starts to get slow. Like There's, like, it, there's 72 episodes. 74, I think. There's a lot of episodes. There's a lot of episodes. And there's kind of like some side stuff that like you probably could have cut out. 
Um, That's where I started to kind of fall off. It, yeah, where I, was I, like, I, I read mm, that the criticism, the criticism of this anime was that it's too faithful to the manga. Like it really just like covers everything and it even adds some stuff. But like, <laughs> it's just like they they should have they should have cut some stuff out. Yeah, if you wrote it for seven years then yeah this is gonna be that that's gonna be a long one but uh yeah it's definitely good when it's when it's really good when it's thrilling it's great but there are yeah there, i definitely remember him meeting other people and that's like cool to build the world yeah. out and show that he's still a good guy but you're also like all right now focus on the yeah. bad guy let's get back to that yeah or you learn more about their upbringing and how and how johan became the way that he is a little bit you learn how he became a monster that's all cool yeah and Miles, did you notice anything about the outro? Actually, I don't know if you would have noticed it in the four episodes that we watched, but did you notice that during the credits there's just like a static image of a like a Halloween looking ass monster? Yeah. Did you notice that it changed? I don't remember if it did in the first four episodes. Probably not. I don't think I did. I don't think it changed as much. So over time, I I think it's like every 10 episodes or something like that. Over like every once in a while, you'll see like a new sort of chapter of this thing and it is a children's story that I think is not for real. I think it's just a children's story in the anime. I'm not sure, but Jackie showed me a video yeah. online where a character in the show recaps what that children's story is. And it's a creepy story that seems like... It- it's a, it's the monster with no name. Look it up on YouTube, listeners. Listen to the monster with no name. Yeah, it only spoils that that story in the credits and you know tells you a little bit about the the bad guy of the show but it's uh it's it's really cool the style they chose it's actually the the title of the story is in czech so maybe it's imitating to a degree it looks like an early eastern european animation kind of thing it's really cool and it's weird though because it feels like it's written for children but the i don't know what the moral of the story is or anything it's just scary and dark i don't think anyone should read this to kids that's just fucked up noted yeah don't read that to your kid please (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah it is cool I think that, that the credits are just like one single image and then you'll notice after a certain amount of episodes like oh the monster is doing something else and then mm-hmm. more episodes go by and you're like oh now the monster is meeting people I, I was gonna say I just like that this is just like a big morality play even though it's like it's very heavy handed at first I like the questions that it is asking mm-hmm. I really like this show like when I first saw it it stuck with me um and I, I, kind of, I think I binged it. Yeah, and you based your whole personality around it, right? No. Oh. Monster. Uh, yeah, it's good, but you know, I think one of my biggest gripes with TV in general is that it's too darn long. Yeah. And the pacing can vary. I mean, when thinking about a show like One Piece or something, that people are like, you got to look at One Piece. Uh, then, well, this is a very reasonable seventy-four episodes. Um, uh, I know people also love Ramoni Kenshin and that goes for like 90 episodes or something like that. Um, what about JoJo's? JoJo's, you know, it's different arcs that are, that are divided up. I True. think that greatly helps with its length. Mm. And, uh, yeah, no, JoJo also sags at times where you're like, what are we doing? This power sucks. Move on. I've watched almost all of Ramoni Kenshin, but I couldn't get through that last season. Sorry. Yeah. I know there's something, something changes with Kenshin and you're a little like, all right. This isn't as fun. So that's what I remember hearing. It's just like the best arc is over and it's just like, who cares? Yeah. I think Jackie kind of felt that way about Death Note, right? After season one or whatever it was or after the midpoint. Yeah. You were just like, well, okay, things have changed and 
Yeah. What are we doing? There's a big change, and then it, and then I'm like, nah, I don't. Who are these new characters? I don't care. I don't give a shit about you. Yeah. <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah, if like Johan died in like episode thirty, and then Monster Guy just went on to like, if if Ten Mother just like hunted different serial killers, you'd be like, this sucks. Well, like if you watch, because we watched four episodes, like and the and they reveal the murderer in episode four, which. You know, a lot of shows, they might be like, well, you might spend the whole season trying to figure out who the murderer is, you know, but you learn who, you know, who the murderer is. And then it's, it's more about finding him and stopping him. I'm going to look this up on my anime list. And I'm curious to see if anyone has like a guide out there for like episodes you can skip, you know, not that I'm saying people should do that, but I'm wondering if there's like an agreed upon like, yeah, this didn't need to be here. The other theme is like, is like what makes a monster? That's another theme of this. Like what, what makes a monster? What makes you a monster? That I'm very interested in. I'd like to hear that. Cause I I think about that that a lot. Cause it's like, they're adopted and like, it's it's interesting though, because like his sister isn't like that. So like, but it's something to do with like, him just not feeling connected and to his sister's people. literally yeah. a twin so it's yeah. like as as genetically similar as you could get yeah uh well i mean with them being well they're fraternal. Female, they're yeah, fraternal they're fraternal um this show is ranked number 27 on my anime list uh which is a pretty big deal for something that's you know almost 20 years old mm. um, damn really 2004 i mean damn, 18 years ago i'm old uh this came out <laughs> Ooh, this was the same season that samurai shampoo came out Oh, and Gantz. That's when I was watching anime because I've seen like probably what else was in that season because I've seen all of it. Like that's when I was watching anime. <laughs> that, I guess 2004 was when I was watching anime. <laughs> Did you watch? Because I was watching. I think I was watching things that were in season at the time. I don't know. I don't know when No was, but I know you watched that. I did see that. Uh, did you watch Ragnarok? No, I don't know that one. Did you watch Midori no Hebe where the guy wakes up and his hand is a little girl? <laughs> no there's one amazing gif from that show that i've seen tenjo tenge that's that's the number four spot i don't know i don't know maybe not maybe i haven't i wasn't watching all anime just the good ones just the ones that people said were good i guess yeah no i mean yeah we gotta watch Gantz. that manga's good um yeah so folks if you if you haven't already you should uh, check out monster and if you're like a if you're like a stamina based animal watch anima if you're like a stamina based <laughs> anime watcher and you're like 70 episodes is nothing to me you know g- give it a shot and let us know what you think is skippable or if you don't think any of it's skippable and you should watch the whole thing it's a really good roller coaster um yeah feel free to hit us up on twitter we are at jjb pod there of course you can email us and we'll read your email on the show probably jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com is that address uh, i mentioned our patreon but it's patreon.com slash jjb pod uh, we do have a Discord that some fans started up that we uh, occasionally are in, and that will be linked in the description. Other than that, next week we will be finishing up Devil Man Crybaby. So we'll be watching episodes 7, 8, 9, and 10. Another marathon sesh. And yeah, if you want us to watch something, I forgot to mention it before somehow, but uh, if you just one time switch to the $15 one tier time. on Patreon just one you know turn it on and turn it off you don't have to wait a month and be all scared you're gonna get double charged uh you can message us and tell us to watch three episodes uh of your favorite anime or your favorite anime to force people to watch because uh, people have been doing that it helps us out makes things interesting other than that i hope you have an interesting week 
And remember that before you save a life, you should probably think about whose life you're saving, because they might be evil. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. You come to realize It's all as it should be You can only do so much If you're game enough You could place your trust